Coming to you from the KUN Podcast Network studios here in lovely Harmon on a sunshiny day. This is Nurse Jen Explains. I'm Jason Salas, and the lovely Nurse Jennifer Artero is here, and we are talking, Jen, first of all, half a day. Half a day, Guam. How's everybody doing? Congratulations on the new job, by the way. Thank you very much. Yes, I got a new job. You are now the head person with the highlighter at Kmart. Yes, yes. No, not that there's anything Please wrong with it. don't give me more than one receipt, though, because I get no. quite overwhelmed if you give me too many no, receipts you, uh, the, no, you, you moved, my hand. You moved laterally in the healthcare field, and, and now so yes. you are the... Uh, clinical services supervisor at uh, Take Care. Very nice. Yes. So they picked the right woman for the job. Aw, thank you. I'm having so much fun. Everybody there is totally great to hang out with they're all team players it's a great uh, organization do they know you from this podcast though have, yes. have they listened to ah yes. see yes some were asking me for a follow-up from when we talked about breast cancer uh with rose leverage who was also mm-hmm. a registered nurse um and so um some individuals uh were recommending you should do a follow-up because it doesn't just stop when you get diagnosed with breast cancer There's, and that's what we're going to talk about today yeah right? okay if you guys want let's let's just dive into what happens after the mastectomy after you you're the survivor the because, breast cancer survivor okay i know because the, the i mean the breasts are quite literally the giver of life <laughs> yes no and and, it, yes. Uh, and and for and from what i've read i mean i can, I can only i can't even empathize with you know what a woman goes through not only physiologically and and physically with a part of you being taken away right. but mentally what that what that does on mentally your, emotionally yeah right? all I mean, the your, your, feelings your status, your status as a woman on, on as a mother as a as a wife as a as a, a lover to as a your potential sex symbol yes you know? yeah. all of it it's all affected and so um kudos and mad respect for all of you women out there have that have survived breast cancer mm-hmm. um you are a walking miracle to all of us and we're so proud that you you've defeated one of these battles um and so we're not today we just wanted to talk about after the mastectomy after you were diagnosed with breast cancer you made the option to have a mastectomy and what are your options that are available and so jason was a person perfect person to figure this podcast right jason well because i I actually (laughs) wanted to shed light on the fact that you know it when I was growing up, you know, yes. I'm, I'm a little bit older than you are, but everybody thought breast cancer was like a woman-only disease. And, yes. And men can get breast cancer. Yes. And Jason, so Jason and is that, representing that 1%. Is, is that how, how small it is? I, I believe so. It's 1% um, of the breast cancer population that gets diagnosed with uh, breast cancer yeah. men. So basically, basically a mastectomy, you have the breast removed, and now we're talking about... Well, not only the breast... I, I, did you guys know even your nipple gets removed? Um, okay, yes, the the entire mass. Not, yeah, so all the breast tissue gets removed, but even the nipple, which I, I know a lot of people are like, why does the nipple have to be removed? If if the tissue has the cancer, why do we have to remove the the nipple? Um, and I posed this question to surgeons who who said the process of a mastectomy is a full removal. Anything mm-hmm. that could be correlated with uh, breast cancer, we just remove it and and we just make sure that. Um, it do, hopefully it doesn't come back. Okay, right? how I don't know anything about the anatomy, right? But how how deep into a breast does they're going to go what, into what, your what lymph lies node. what lies yeah. underneath the underneath the nipple and everything? Is it like almost? I mean, I hate to use this example, but like a urethra, right? Like goes it goes mm-hmm. like all back into 
Same into, as the breast. Oh, so really? we're okay. going to go into the lymph nodes underneath your underarm, mm -hmm. right? Um, and so one of the, uh, a common sometimes side effect after a mastectomy is you'll get lymphedoma, lymphedoma, lymphodendema, where the arm just swells up because we removed the lymph nodes from mm -hmm. the underarm. And so um, now it's not draining. And so the buildup of the fluid, and that's all common. So it's a, it's a major surgery to get a mastectomy. Mm -hmm. It's not a simple everyday thing. Um, but, but today's technology is so great. You can get a mastectomy and that same day get breast uh, augmentation, the same day. Um, and so the concept is when you wake up from um, general anesthesia, when you look down, you still have two breasts. You don't feel, you kind of don't grieve as much. Is it actually more advisable to do it that way? Because, you know, because obviously when, when you have the breast, the infected breast uh, surgically removed, there's exposed tissue, there's nerve endings that are now exposed and everything like that. Is it actually better to reattach? So from something? a medical standpoint, it is better to do the surgery same time. Mm -hmm. I've only, okay. I've, I'm only going to have you under general anesthesia once. And everybody knows there's risk associated with general anesthesia, right? right? You might get too much, might not wake up, might, all these things. With you. But also the risk of infection is less. Um, you're right. already open. You're, you've already been cut open for the mastectomy. So might as well just go ahead and place the um, implant inside. And then for a woman, psychologically, when she wakes up, instead of waking up to completely a flat chest... She's waking up to breast. Mm -hmm. um, so while the diseased cancer-ridden breast have been removed, you already have the new one. So today's recommendation in technology is to do it right away, um, which in talking with some of the patients has been the best thing because they didn't really have time to grieve the loss of the breast because there's already a new breast right. there. The one devastating thing they said is we wish they could already do nipple reconstruction while they're there because then it is a little different to look down on your chest walls and there's no nipple there. There's mm -hmm. there's two breast uh, implants, but there's no nipple. So they're like, that. that's a little bit where you have to deal with that. So so one of the things that we, we talk about after breast um after mastectomy, uh, mastectomy is, is doing um, tattooing, 3D art tattooing for a nipple. Mm -hmm. Are you familiar with that? Yeah, like 3D printing. Hey. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I was online last week. and What's amazing to me about that. They look so that, real. Yeah, about, as, as a technologist is that the, the filaments that are used for those 3D printers, mm -hmm. for the majority of the applications that we use, you know, if you're going to make like a little toy, like say like a keychain or like a little football, or um, people use them to make uh, computer components. So yeah. I've, I've seen people 3D print entire houses. This, this is material that's meant to be very, very robust to survive some degree of pressure. Um, you're, doing, you're 3D printing a nipple by its nature is supposed to be pliable mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. soft to the touch. Mm -hmm. um, so I've gotten to see one, one which is, patient which is in amazing. real life. I mean, you can 3D, Most print, of them on social you can media 3D print a replacement hip oh. that lasts you for the rest of your life. And, you know, I mean, imagine like, the, you know, the, the durability and yes. the physical integrity that you have to do there. But the fact that you can 3D print a nipple is astonishing. Isn't it? And my friend that has one, well, she didn't get it done here on Guam. She, but I'm sure we have some remarkable tattoo artists here on Guam that I'm sure have the 3D capability, right? Don't you think? Um, but she did it in the States at, I think, Cedar sinai Medical Center. I, if I didn't know, it looked exactly like a nipple. I, wow. You actually have to go up and, like, and she let me touch it um, to show me that it's flat. It's mm -hmm. not an, it, that 3D art is amazing, mm -hmm. incredible. But so is the price. 
Well, yeah, because I mean, so that, is the that's, price, that's high end technology. It's really. not covered by insurance. So to get a 3D nibble. Is this still considered? It's not covered. Yeah, yeah like co- cosmetics yes, or plastics. But, yes, it but is. Even if, even insurance if it, companies say that's Even just, if you're doing so to augment a, 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 a breast that was removed as because of a mastectomy. Yeah, it's not. You wow. Still, you still have to pay for it. And starting costs. And that's all out of pocket. Yeah, five hundred dollars um, up to a thousand dollars. It could take three to six hours. It really all depends on how much uh, the tattoo artist goes in depth. Three D, four D. I don't know. You know mm-hmm. how realistic you want it. But my friend that let me see it and touch it and feel it said she she would have spent triple the amount because it's just okay. When you, when you improved said, her sexual life with her husband. Yeah, when you said five, uh, 500 to 1,000, I was like, oh, okay, that's actually lower than I thought. I thought yeah. you were talking like I don't know how much, Kevin. Yeah, we have friends that have tattoos, right? Like the tribal band, and you're like, how much yeah. was that? And they're like 500. I'm like, whoo, $500 for that tribal band. Yeah. So, um, 500 okay, to Okay, now, now I must ask, because you said like w- with any surgical procedure, there is a certain modicum of risk right yeah yeah uh if you are a woman who has a mastectomy and then you do take your physician's advice and get a breast augmentation breast yeah and and i'm assuming when when you say that that's uh silicone implants right well so let's you can actually you can actually take some fat from your belly and put it into so you can actually oh, okay. take your own tissue from your belly, from your dog in. Because right? I was going to say. And you can put it in your breath, but you have to be a candidate for it. Because um, I was going to say, these days, science is beginning to at least introduce the, the notion yeah. that silicone, and I mean, saline was the popular thing in the 80s, right? And then they said, you know, like if you were a woman and you had your breast surgically enhanced and you rode on the Concorde plane, they would literally explode. Oh, I because never they, heard they that. Could, they could, remember that, Uncle Kim? <laughs> they, they, would, they would not survive like some extreme... of the stuff you people hear is no, could do crazy. But now, but, now, <laughs> yeah, but silicone know. has been the thing for like going on thirty years. So, but they're finding out like yeah. now you can actually get silicone poisoning. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So and, there's and three even, options. Even with silicone, you have to actually like recycle your breasts if you have your breasts enhanced through silicone. What is it like every fifteen years, every mm-hmm. twenty years? Yep, yep. Twelve years, I think, is they say 12, the average okay. lifespan of it. Okay. By fifteen so years, you should there, replace is it. Is there any risk to doing that, or if you ha- if you have your fatty tissue put in there, is that risk free? So after you have a mastectomy, you have three options, right? You can either use your own fat from your, let's say, your belly. It's a nice liposuction, mm-hmm. right? Your 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 dog in. Um, you can use your own fat. You can do a silicone implant. Silicone implants. There's different ones now. The the new one is the gummy bear implant. I don't know if you've heard of that one. The gummy bear implant um, is shaped like a teardrop. It looks very very realistic. It's the gold uh, gold type of implants. Um, the only catch with that one though, the teardrop silicone one, is it's made of so much silicone that if ever bust or leaks your body wouldn't know it because it maintains the shape for a while so these Mm. people fda wants to regulate that you if you get a gummy bear implant which is made of like i don't know i heard like 10 different types of silicone gel so that if it ever pops it doesn't lose its shape so the fda recommends that you get a surveillance mri at least every three years after it's first placed and then every two years after that because it's made of so much silicone and it Mm. doesn't lose its shape and then the third option is a saline implant um, which is the safest because it's made of just saline just salt water the same water you're swimming in at ipau beach same thing in the saline because it's made of salt water saline is salt um, water, right? So your own tissue, silicone, or saline. And of the three, Mr. Jason, let's do a quiz. Which do you think is 
the most recommended. Between fatty tissue, silicone, and saline? Correct. Okay, my logic is leading me to believe that everything we just talked about, about, about silicone, the fact that even under normal circumstances, you'd have to recycle them every 12 years. Um, saline, I know they had problems with in the 80s. We were just discussing that. Um, I would think that fatty tissue would be Ding, correct. Ladies and gentlemen, it's always because better you're, 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 to use your own body than yeah. to use a man-made product and put a man-made product into your it's body. It's not synthetic and plus... It's I mean, your own body. You have your own antibodies your, your, and your own... Yeah, your body can't reject tissue not, that you've yeah, already got in it. It's not going to reject it. And it's a win-win for women because you got a tummy tuck or your dog... Well, women want big butts now, right? Yeah. So they're not going to... Okay, now I, I am confused about one thing. Yeah. I've read an article or two about breast augmentation in my day, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Sing, a single guy. Of right? course, of course. And um, half your girlfriends. Typically, and again, like in, in, in the eighties, <laughs> the, the popular way, walking around the popular it. way to do it, and, and even today, like the the cheaper alternative to get breast augmentation is they make the incision at the bottom of the breast. Mm -hmm. Typically, that would mean you have scar tissue, and you know, depending on. There would be like noticeable. Jason is actually showing yeah. me this she, on his own breast. Yes. Later, later on, demonstration. More recently, like within the last like twenty years, I believe, and um, and this is the higher cost procedure. But they actually um, they make an incision around the areola, mm -hmm. and then they put the silicone underneath that. Mm -hmm. If you're going to get a breast attached after a mastectomy, how do they actually do that with all those nerve endings? Again, like... Dude, explode. I don't know that. <laughs> That's the surgical question. Is, I don't, I don't I know would, how the surgeon decides not whether to do it in the areola or underneath the breast. I have no clue. I would think that would be a graft of some sort. Absolutely, I would think so. But yeah. I, I don't really know how the choice is. I don't know if big-breasted women get one particular I, I really don't know the specifics and I've never actually sat down to ask um, and I just had a friend right now that's in the states right now just got a mastectomy so mm. I wanted to pick her brain but she's not back yet she's okay. still out there in the states um, so point, point being you do have options yeah and you can even yeah I mean you Absolutely. Can, you, can woman, you, you can increase your sexiness, right? Like yeah. you said. I, yeah, totally. It's, it's whatever you and your partner. If you always wanted to go bigger. Yeah. Or if you, or let's say the very last option, you decide to just go flat. No intervention at all. You don't want breast augmentation. You're happy with your no, new breast. You can go flat, do nothing, or you can also get a chest wall um, tattoo. I don't know if you've seen those. I've it, never seen those. What are it's those? It's usually made of, yeah, it's made of uh, branches and stems and flowers, and it's all over your chest. Oh, my gosh, the ones I was Googling. So like, almost, like, almost like a Palau and Storyboard. Yeah, well, yeah. It is so gorgeous. Because I know in the, in the early days, women that had mastectomies, again, I'm, I'm only drawing from my own, yes. my own childhood, but like yes. in the 80s, if women had mastectomies, they would basically be breastless from that point on. Yeah. And now medical science has improved, has innovated, and, and the market has driven the cost down that, you know, people have these options, which is a good... Yeah, <laughs> that I bet Uncle. But but again, got so, some, some, some women have even you know made that like this is a thing of beauty. I I was yeah. able to defeat. See, so she. Okay, so Jen Jen actually did a Google image search right now. That, that's oh, okay, pretty, right? But these are super expensive. They usually are about five thousand dollars because they're doing all tattoo, there and there and there. Um, this girl went. All, see, she's flat. She doesn't want breasts. Um, okay, so Jen is actually, and you can do this at home, certainly, just, you know. 
Yeah, it's beautiful, right? It, it's usually flowers or stems or leaves. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a very um, intricate pattern. It's a very feminine. Yeah. It's feminine. Um, she decided to go under her arm all the way to her limbs, her left and her right extremity. Okay. Um, oh, it's question. gorgeous. If, if a woman, Jen, has How a... How pretty that one If is. a woman has a mastectomy... Mastectomy. <laughs> right? Okay. Um, and then later on in life uh, is able to conceive children, right? Yes. Is she still able to lack, uh, lactate? No. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Because because that part that part mm-hmm. of the breast has been removed with Correct. the nipple, the okay. milk producing, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you see, she's probably got a three D areola. They just did that, and then she decided not to do the other side. And those are all beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's your choice, ladies. Um, I, I think it looks painful. <laughs> I, I don't have any tattoos. Do you have any tattoos? I do not have any tattoos. I feel like this is a very painful area. But um, if you can handle the pain and you have up to $5,000, okay, it's what not, women, again not covered by... Considering what women who, who have to make the choice to go through a mastectomy have been through at that point, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would think that getting a tattoo and everything like that, I mean, that, that's pain that is easily tolerable. Yeah. I mean, these are incredibly strong women. I know. They are resilient. They are And most of the beautiful. time, the physician's going to recommend that you wait one to three years after your mastectomy to let all this tissue in the skin heal. So typically... That was going to be my next question. Yeah, typically you can't go right away and get your 3D or 4D nipples tattooed mm-hmm. on or the the chest wall art till anywhere from one to three years. Um, we want to make sure that also you don't risk yourself in getting an infection because you've just finished chemotherapy, radiation, your immune system's not as um, up to par to fight infection if you got one. Um, so definitely whatever you guys choose. Um, I have one friend now, she decided to go flat. She decided not to do tattooing. She decided her and her spouse are living happily ever after without any she doesn't want any more surgeries um she said she was devastated after chemo and radiation mm-hmm. and it was just way she just can't put her body through any more and, and that's so absolutely she, fair she's absolutely decided i've been married i think she said 40 years to the same man he's happy she's happy she's gonna do nothing no intervention She's just going to live her life happily ever after. And well, God bless her. Yeah, yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, you have options. Choose, choose whichever option is good for you, yourself, um, and go for it. Do it. Now, obviously, based on person to person, there are going to be different considerations mm-hmm. with your particular case. And then, again, your, your anatomy Mm-hmm. So talk to your physician about, you know, because this, this works all theoretically and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Your physician would be the best one to say, okay, well, we heard on, on Nurse Jen Explains and everything like that. You had four options and everything like that. Yeah. This is what your options are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then what if your doctor says it's not an option for you? So yeah. definitely. So Or, or uh, by the time you're listening to this, there may be even more breakthroughs in medical science. And you may have not just option one, two, three, four. You yep. may have five, six, seven. Yeah, that would be awesome, right? So my friend, the one that decided to do nothing at all was given all these options but feels as if it's just not something for her mm-hmm. so um and and you know what's the common uh, misconception and and I was one of them I was when she was going through her breast count I was like gosh but think of the good point when you get out of this you can be a double d a, a triple x uh, you could do whatever size you want to do right and and then at the very end um she was like I made it through cancer I don't want to do anything at all and mm-hmm. I was like really you're not going to do anything and she's like nothing because insurance pays for breast augmentation if you've had breast cancer 
Okay, so so yes. in that in that situation, it does. if you've okay. had breast, they don't insurance doesn't pay for three D nipple right, tattooing okay. or chest wall tattooing, but insurance and her insurance company contacted her. It was funny. I was with her when they called and said, "We're just waiting for you to make an appointment." It's been three years, and and every year we call you, and she goes, "You can stop calling me now. I'm not going to do it." Mm-hmm. And then okay. they're like, "You do understand, right, that this is covered by your insurance because you were officially diagnosed with breast cancer?" She goes, "I get it." I don't want it. And I was like, really? You're not going to do it? She's like, no. I'm like, but I respect her. And I respect every woman's decision in the end. Okay. Right? So this was a great topic. Yeah. Right? If you have any other recommendations or... or That's the strength of a woman right there, boys and girls. This is the one you want to marry. Right, Jason? (laughs) This is the strong one, right? Yeah. This is the strong woman. So thank you. And I was told told once by a very good friend of mine, she said, you know, you tend to surround yourself with very, very strong women. So yeah, definitely. I agree with that one. You, the whole KUA is strong women. Your mom is a strong, your sister's a strong woman. Absolutely. Right. Everybody's strong. You're a strong woman. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And and it was, you're a strong woman for actually sharing this information with us today, because this is a topic that not a lot of people would go near. I know. Only because it's, it's so... It's so personal. Sensitive and so, but yes, it's so very personal. personal. And then sometimes women want to talk about their sex lives and they don't. And so a lot of times you'll hear women say after they've had breast cancer, he doesn't want to touch me anymore. He's scared he's going to hurt me. And I say, you just need to have a realistic conversation that he can still And And the you. core sentiment behind that is... Will my favorite person in the world still think I'm pretty? Yeah. Yeah. It, it all comes down still be to like, physically will, will I still be and emotionally attracted desirable? to me. Yeah. Because yeah. just because you've been married to somebody, because breast cancer is usually diagnosed at an, an, a later age, 40 and above, right? Not necessarily all the time, but, but then those are typically women that have been married for a while. And so you, the husband then just is so sometimes scared to resume sexual activities, right? Because he doesn't want to hurt you. You've already been through he saw all the pain in your eyes when you went through chemo he saw all the pain in your eyes when you went through ladies radiation. if a guy if a guy thinks you are not attractive <laughs> despite whatever you've been through he ain't the one he's not the one yeah. call jason or uncle kim okay and now, now this goes out to all the guys come on you step up guys chime in on that chime in yeah. chime in give us your give us it's got nothing to do uh, with with anything else other than the person that you that you love and i think love is being taken out of context where she has to be pretty or he has to be handsome and and stuff like this. So, yeah, God bless you for saying that. Well, can, can I absolutely correct. Can I actually channel the spirit of, the, yeah, of so, the late coach so, uh, Jim, Jim Valvano on ESPN? Yeah, because absolutely. Because he said, you know, cancer, cancer may take my body, but it cannot touch my mind and it cannot touch my heart and it cannot touch my soul. That's a great way to end. I like that. Beautiful. Amen I love to it that. too. Amen. Go, I go Google that. Go uh, Jimmy <laughs> Jimmy V ESPN speech. It will be the most amazing 12 minutes I swear you have ever watched before. Aww. They play it each and every year on ESPN and it was an incredible speech delivered live by a man who was dying from cancer up on up on until a stage. the uh, yeah. yeah if you're a sports the, fan you already know what I'm talking about but yeah you, you should watch that and if you're a man and, and your significant other has gone through breast cancer she still wants you to hug her tight you don't want to hug her tight because you're scared you're going to hurt her chest walls she still wants you to hug her tight she still wants you to hold her hands at the movies she still wants to be intimate with you um because she still has that desire there. So men, just talk to your wives and, and ask her what is acceptable or not acceptable 
in in the bedroom when she was. I'll tell you what, one of these days on Nurse Jen Explained, we're talking about like how to be a real man. Right. Okay. Let's do that. Yes. (laughs) I would love your your input on that. Okay. Let's do that. But as for now, this was Nurse Jen Explains. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to us every week. Nurse Jen, thank you once again. Thank you, guys. Congratulations on the job upgrade. Thank you. Thank you. We're very proud of you. I'm so excited. Great company. And we know if anybody ever has any uh, healthcare concerns and they. Yes. Email, call me, check me out at FAJ Clinic, whichever one you want. Well, well they, they, got, they got the right woman running, Aww, you're running so the sweet. show over Thank here. you, thank you. Okay, and we are on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, so please make sure to rate and review us so that you can keep receiving not only this, but all of the shows on the KUM Podcast Network. Furnace Jane Artero and Uncle Ken working the boards. I'm Jason Salas. We will see you next time. Be healthy, everybody. Adios. <laughs>